Namaste, yogis. You are listening to Yoga Podcast by Breezy Bree. Find me at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. And today and every couple of weeks, we talk about the moon and all of her beauty and her illumination. We learn how the new moon allows us to set new intentions and how the full moon allows us to release things that are no longer serving us. So come on this journey on and off of the mat as we combine yoga with the moon namaste it is friday night i am out in the cold dark of the night standing under the bright full moon in all of her illumination she is known as the snow moon And she finds herself in the very grounding earth sign of Virgo. And this moon is absolutely delightful. I can feel her energy in such a big way. She can be seen from all around the world. And she will peak at about 3 a.m. Eastern time. So... This is going to be an exciting full moon for me because I am doing something different, something I have actually never done before. So if you're new to the concepts in today's episode, you are not alone. I thought I would take a little bit of a trip on the wild side. You know, saying goodbye to the new moon energy of Aquarius as we will soon be welcoming the energy of Pisces. But we're in that world where we are between the mad scientist and that very psychic, intuitive water energy of Pisces. And Virgo is meeting us in the middle with the full moon and she wants us to stay a little bit grounded and we hear you Virgo snow moon but we're going to have a little bit of fun and we're going to drag you out of your perfectionism your scientific analyzing data mindset which I'm sure has served you well in the last few days leading up to this full moon. And you might even get a lot out of the weekend coming up. You might find yourself really wanting to make to-do lists and checking them off. It's going to feel a lot like how we felt in January under the guise of Capricorn, except this is going to be a fleeting energy and it's right in the middle, as mentioned, between the energy of Aquarius and Pisces. And that is okay because every full moon we are invited to reflect, to be able to ask ourselves some deep questions, starting to really see if everything that we've done to bring ourselves to today has materialized. And if not, of course, In just a couple of weeks, we'll have a new opportunity to plant new seeds or to continue on our very fruitful journey. But the full moon is that beautiful in-between mark of the moon phases where we can just simply journal and reflect and maybe course correct 
ask for forgiveness, provide forgiveness, all of the things that the full moon really does invite us to do. And in this particular case, we will perhaps be invited to try something new. So I am not outside alone. I have water and I am planning on making moon water. Now you might be asking yourself, what in the heck is she talking about? And we will absolutely talk about the significance of moon water, the magic of it that allows us to, I don't know, connect back with the elements of water and how the moon really does stir up the energy of the ocean. And so we're going to create that type of energy in this beautiful way. And rather you've done this or not, or you think it's a little bit too mystical, too woo-woo, too out there or not, it still can be a fun opportunity to do something outside of the box, a bit experimental in honor of Aquarius, of that mad scientist, and in honor of upcoming Pisces, again, that reminds us of the magic of our own intuition, our own mystique, and that heightened awareness of self with the data collection of Virgo that we cannot deny. So let's get started in talking about moon water and how, in fact, do you even make it? And also some creative ways to utilize it. So what I think is so amazing about this little adventure of creating moon water is that it is extremely simplistic. I mean, essentially, all you need are two ingredients, the moon and water. (laughs) And you know, that is really important to me because if it were any more complex, then I would absolutely not be introducing it on yoga podcast as something to do in honor of the moon and some way to find yourself just basking in your own youthful creativity. So it is easy. There are few more things you may want to incorporate, which we are about to discuss, but it is absolutely something that not only connects you back to the beauty of the moon and of the idea and concepts of the ocean and her depth and the water that flows within your own body. And even though scientifically the jury is still out on just what the moon does, especially when it's at its fullest to large bodies of water like the ocean or even our own bodies. The truth is, is that there is this beauty of divine energy that cannot be denied, you know, and that's what makes the moon so magnificent to me. Also, how can you ignore that the moon goes through these 
just immaculate phases that we get to be privileged to even being able to notice and see and observe with our naked eye. I mean, ugh, when was the last time you just stopped and enjoyed the majestic of this world? You know, rather it's the moon or even in some cases the sun, although it's hard to really observe, or even the mountains, or as mentioned, the ocean. So that is exactly what I think about tonight as I make my first batch of moon water. So of course, you're going to want to have other supplies such as a container to hold the water. It should probably be a glass container and maybe some sort of cover just so you don't get any little buzzing you know, flying friends that might end up in your batch or, you know, just dust and dirt and the earth elements, especially with Virgo floating around. Unless, of course, that is a part of your plan in creating your moon water. And once you have those basic necessities, you can decide what to do next based on what it is you think you might want to even do with your moon water. So that is exactly what we're going to discuss in greater detail as well. Now, before I do, if this is something that seems really interesting to you and you think about doing it throughout other phases of the moon, please think about incorporating this in your own practice. The new moon can remind us of cleansing and fresh starts. The waxing moon as it grows into the crescent moon, half moon, quarter moon, you know, however you wish to describe as the moon begins to wax. This can remind you to take action and grow and plan. And then the full moon, of course, reminds us of being able to feel the power and the success and your goals materializing. And then as the moon begins to wane again, a great time to go into restoration, recovery, maybe even releasing and letting go, if not already during the full moon. And why does this matter? Well, because one of the things that you can do with your moon water is you can set an intention for it. So this is a great journaling prompt and you can create your moon water, you can speak to it, you can release into it, again, depending on what you want to do with it. And before I go deeper into these creative ideas, I want to remind you, if not already, you should look up, I believe there's some videos on YouTube, but it's all over the internet. There have been scientific studies of different focus groups who have taken water to crystallize, you know, turn into ice. And before doing so, talking to the water, you know, giving it praise, love, soft voice, great intentions, and then the opposite. And how that water crystallized was quite fascinating. Now, I have personally done this experiment I have an affinity for hanging out with kids and doing things like, I don't know, making cookies, crystallizing water. (laughs) So 
It is really neat and it's something that I highly recommend you consider doing if you have children or access to kids, you know, little brothers, sisters, things of that nature. It's really fun to do these experiments and do them over a period of time. You know, maybe you talk to your cup of water, maybe it's your moon water, maybe not. And you do so over, I don't know, a, a moon cycle from new moon to full moon or an entire 30 days, however you want to do it. There's lots of neat ideas out there that you can really look into and make this quite the project. And then begin to freeze that water or crystallize it and see what comes up. And there's also other ideas. You can try to grow life from this energy of these waters, you know, rather it's growing herbs or sprouting and just taking documentation, pictures, and that's very Virgo energy, by the way. So I'm actually getting kind of pumped and thinking that I might want to try it with maybe trying to grow herbs or something and just seeing, you know, can the energy of the herb overcome the negative energy that I'm feeding the water? I don't know. Or maybe negatively feeding the water and then possibly adding moon water to to it and seeing if that brings it life, you know, 15 days into the experiment. I'm sure there's a million different ways that you can do the experiment. And I'm also sure that the variables are not as clean and precise as someone who's really data driven would like it to be but that is okay so as i was saying if you are doing something along those lines um you can really see now how you can utilize your own moon water so you can collect moon water and you can purify it with sea salt you can maybe even add in some basil which really reminds us of protection and cleansing or maybe even the herb of sage or you can add in oregano or rosemary there's lots of different herbs that represent different intentions concepts mindsets and ideas and you can add that to the water you can also add crystals maybe you want to use moonstone or clear quartz or you know um, rose quartz for love depending on what you're using this water for and as you begin to set this intention and breathe it into the energy of the water and then allow the moon to activate that energy you can then lay it out in front of the moon you know, rather it's through a window where the moon is shining in on it, or it's literally outside under the moon, whatever you decide to do, you can then take that water and you can sprinkle it, you can pour it into your garden, you can flush it down the toilet if you needed to let go of something that was really traumatic for you and you just needed to release that energy. You can bathe in it, depending on the type of water you used. If you used purified spring water, you can even turn it into tea or turn it into bath water. If you collected rainwater, perhaps you can turn it into something that feeds Mother Nature and the earth. You can um, give the water to your pet. Maybe you want to send love and light to a little furry friend. 
there's so many really neat ideas. Some of the things that I've also heard is spritzing it onto your face, you know, just kind of creating like this feeling of self-love. So maybe your intention is to encourage you to live your most authentic self, to be proud of who you are, to embrace your beauty. And you can just put it in a little spray bottle and every day spray it on you. You can absolutely come up with lots of different things to do with the water. And the neat thing is you can do this month after month, phase after phase. You can do the new moon phase and the full moon phase only. You could do new moon, crescent, and full, which would be my favorite if I were to make this more of a ritual for myself. You can even just leave the water out, you know, the the water element out on your countertop or somewhere where over time it will evaporate into the atmosphere. And I already love doing that anyway. I've never done it by charged moon water, but I've definitely taken water and set an intention and put crystals in it and just left it out in the open and just watched it dissipate over days, weeks, and that sort of thing. And just kind of kept an eye on it. Nothing really, you know, truly intentional, just more mindful as I sort of think of it like my own blessed water, so to speak. So there's definitely some neat things that you can consider doing with water. I also, and again, this I've never done this with the moon, although I can't believe I haven't. I do have a habit of taking like a really nice, beautiful bottle, you know, and filling it up with water. And I usually like to put some salt into the water just to cleanse it. And then I speak intention to the water and I send it positive vibes. And then I might, um, you know, do a deep inhalation and exhalate, exhalation. And I leave that water out so that it can continue to purify itself. Every now and then I'll add some herbs to it. I'll set crystals around it. I'll put maybe some flowers around it and just make it a really beautiful situation. And then every single morning, it's the first thing I drink is a glass out of that bottle. And so I've been doing that for quite some time. And it just makes me feel like I am watering me as if I am a tree. And as I'm drinking the water, I literally am imagining the water just going through my body like a gentle spring or a waterfall or, you know, a beautiful river. And it's just cruising through the body. It's nourishing every cell. It is giving me high vibrations. And so that's just been a water practice of my own. And I don't think I've learned it from anywhere or anything. I think maybe when I was doing the little scientific talking to the water thing, it kind of gave me this idea of, well, why don't I, you know, really encourage this water to have nothing but the most positive molecules for me? 
And I never once thought I should charge this under the moon, (laughs) which is really shocking. So um, this is some really neat ways that you can utilize moon water. So one of the things that you do want to remember is that, at least they say, you should never charge water under an eclipsing moon and mostly because that is the time where you should really retreat and that's where you really let go of negative energy and so it wouldn't be a good idea to soak up that energy into the water so there's that right um And I haven't really done a lot of research on this. I've read a fun few things and I actually even discovered this as an idea because I was reading something about the um, moon cycles and which ones were going to have which planets in them. So it was definitely, definitely from an astrology perspective. And I was doing this a couple of weeks ago and just sort of reading about the cycles coming up and the moons and and this and that and it wasn't anything really intentional and then in this article it talked about moon water and I was like wait what <laughs> and why haven't I heard of this and so I started reading more about it and there's so much information out there and there's definitely um, different purposes that moon water seems to be used for and you know, people who have different intentions do things for different reasons. So always remember whatever it is that you incorporate into your life, it is going to always be on your vibration. So if your vibration is fear, shame, guilt, ridicule, if it is embarrassment, if you are feeling insecure or inauthentic, No matter what it is that you do, if you're saying a prayer at night, if you are meditating, if you are blessing your food before you have the meal, if you are blessing the person who cooked the food, which is what my mom always does, by the way. She always blesses the chef, she says. If you are creating moon water and setting an intention for it, it doesn't matter what it is that you're doing. Always remember that whatever your emotional state is and however you are vibrating will go into or create the ecosystem that is your life. So be mindful of creating anxiety where it doesn't need to be. Just allow it to escape your mind and use your heart and follow your spirit. And also remember that everything doesn't have to have deep roots in some other philosophy or culture or background that is contradictory to who you self-identify as. But rather, explore why you are even going through whatever it is that you may be at any given time. That is very much that grounded energy of Virgo. Virgos are so focused on creating an understanding that is deep and analytical and sometimes detrimental, especially when the heart should be leading. But what I do love about that Virgo energy is that it always comes from a place of wanting 
to know, not wanting to be misled or misguided or misunderstood, but from a place of wanting the knowledge, wanting to be the student, wanting to master the information, wanting to be truly the leader of their own lives. So we can take a bit of a note from that very grounding energy. And one of the things that I want to leave today's episode with is never ever be afraid of what is already available to us through nature. Never be afraid to admire, appreciate, and be inspired by things that breathe life into this beautiful world. Flowers, trees, every blade of grass that needs encouragement, as they say, to grow. (laughs) The sun and the moon, you and I. There are so many examples that I could spend forever naming them all, but I'm always reminded by the Tao not to focus on the name, just enjoy. So with that, I hope you enjoy this full moon, the snow moon. I hope that you find yourself journaling, reflecting, setting intentions, and creating moon water, and doing something really special, maybe even mystical, private, whatever it is that you need to do. And I hope that this becomes something that you find yourself leaning into in the future. Because I know for me, I could use as many tools to help me continue to seek peace and truly living my best life. Namaste. I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste.